0: To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God upon which we base our message on this, the Holy Trinity Sunday, is a blending of the Old Testament reading and the Psalm for today. Proverbs 8 and Psalm, Psalm 8, and you heard those read before. I recall just these words from Proverbs 8. Ages ago, I was set up at the first before the beginning of the earth. From Psalm 8, when I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? and the Son of Man, that you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. In the name of the only God, the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, my beloved. Today is the celebration of the Holy Trinity, Today is the one day out of the church year that we thank God just for being God. The liturgy that we use for many years, still in our new hymnal also, the glory in excelsis says, we praise Thee, we bless Thee, we worship Thee, we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. Remember? Today is a day, Holy Trinity, to look up at God and say, wow, breathtaking, amazing, stunning, astonishing, stupendous, extraordinary, magnificent, miraculous. And there are not enough superlatives to begin to describe the Holy Trinity. Today we want to look in on Proverbs chapter 8 and Psalms chapter 8 to recognize the only true God, the only God who is there, the God who is awesome. He's awesome in His eternity, He's awesome in creation, and He's awesome in His salvation. Maybe you've heard me uh, tell this story before, but Dr. Martin Luther, when he was teaching a a class of young students, one of the boys pumped up, piped up, and said, uh, Dr. Luther, what was God doing for all eternity before he decided to create the world? And Dr. Martin Luther said he was creating little whips to give spankings to boys like you who ask such naughty questions. But if you take a close look at Holy Scripture, Scripture does tell us a little bit about what God was doing in all eternity before He decided or before He created the world. Psalm 90, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. God had no beginning. He will have no end. God had no birthday. He will have no funeral. Verse 22 of the words before us, uh, Proverbs 8: The Lord possessed me at the beginning of His work, ages ago. I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. And if you take a, a close look at Proverbs chapter 8, that's Jesus talking. In other words, the Father and the Son were enjoying each other's company before the creation of the world. John chapter 17, Jesus' high priestly prayer. I want them, my disciples, to see my glory, which you, Heavenly Father, gave me because you loved me before the world was made. Before creation, the Father loved the Son. Love existed before the creation of the world. John 17 again. Now, Father, give me glory in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. The Father was honoring the Son before the creation of the world. Here's a good one. Ephesians chapter 1. Before the creation of the world, he chose us through Christ to be holy and perfect in his presence. Before God created the world, He chose you. He knew that you would be sitting here today as His dear child before the creation of the world. Titus chapter 1. God, who never lies, promised this eternal life before the world began. Eternal life was planned before creation. In other words, you might say God knew the end even before the beginning. How awesome is our God of eternity. But God is also awesome in His creation. Proverbs chapter 8 recalls some of God's creation when it talks about the hills being created, the earth with its fields, the heavens, the sea and its limits, God marking out the foundations of the earth. What that's doing is recalling Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know how it was. Light and the sky and the vegetation and land and the sun, moon, and stars and the fish and fowl and animals and Adam and Eve. The Trinity was present there at creation. God said, let us make man in our image, the plural. In the beginning, God. There's God the Father. Let there be light, the Word, Jesus. And the Spirit was hovering over the waters, the Holy Spirit. So who is God? God is the Creator. Create means to make something out of nothing. Ever seen that done here in this world? Never. Create means to make something, everything out of nothing. No pre existing elements. God is the one who creates. If you cannot create, you are not God. God created in the beginning. The beginning of what? In the beginning God created. In the beginning of what? In the beginning of time. Before creation there was no time, there was only eternity. Before creation there were no seconds, there were no minutes, there were no hours. There were no days, there were no weeks, there were no months, there were no years, there were no decades. After creation, now we have 60 seconds in a minute. 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, 30 days about in a month, 365 days in a year. Time was created by God. Before that, there was only eternity. Psalm 8, King David. When I look at the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and stars which you have set in place... What is man that you are mindful of him? When I take a look, God, out there in the universe, we are so seemingly insignificant. God, do you ever think about us way up there? We're so little. Now, King David, uh, the discoveries haven't been made yet by Copernicus and, and Kepler and some of those people. What we know today is just think about it. Not, our sun is 93 million miles away. And you know how hot it can get on a hot summer's day. 93 million miles away. But it's not the only sun. At night, when you take a look at all the stars out there, those are all suns. How far away they must be. Our galaxy is the Milky Way there are a hundred million stars in an average galaxy. How seemingly insignificant we all are relative to the vastness of space. And by the way, too, there's something like a hundred million galaxies. And if you don't feel insignificant by looking up, why not look down? Down into the ocean. How vast the ocean is. Do you know that even today, right up to this very moment, only 1% of the oceans of the world have been explored? I'm sure that there are things in our oceans that will never be discovered till the end of the world, even then. And so often we like to think that we are in control. You don't control the heavens, you don't control the universe, you don't control the oceans, and certainly you don't control the weather that God created, and you don't control nature either. We were on vacation for a couple weeks, about a week up in Minnesota for my granddaughter's graduation. They had an infestation of gnats like they hadn't seen in 20 years. Couldn't go outside, had to stay in the screened-in porch. Nobody can control the gnats throughout all of Minnesota. Did you ever think about it too? Every once in a while we get these reports about uh, comets maybe hitting the earth. Ask yourself, why aren't the planets all crashing into one another? Scripture answers that too. Don't be afraid. Hebrews chapter 1. Jesus holds everything together through his powerful words. And God gives us his wonderful creation. God says, I do everything. You do nothing. I'm the giver. All you do is receive. But as powerful as our God is in creation, He's not some mysterious being way out there that we can't get to know, some unknowable being, unknowable to anyone and everyone. King David goes on in Psalm 8, He says, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? You have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. Some people look at that psalm and say, oh yeah, God, it's so great because even though it's so vast and everything, you made us just a little lower than the angels. Wrong. You are made higher than the angels. God created three creatures, animals, just a body, just physical, angels, nobody just spiritual he created you with a body and a soul spiritual and physical and besides all that when when the angels some of the angels fell into sin god never gave them a second chance he gave you a second chance by promising a savior you are higher than the angels well then what does this mean who was made lower than the angels The book of Hebrews answers that Jesus was made a little lower than the angels. God created the angels, and yet the Creator became a creature to be made subject to the angels, lower than the angels. My goodness, when did that happen? When Jesus came into our world and was born in the manger of Bethlehem, and then he grew up, and he was tempted out there in in, in the wilderness for forty days and forty nights. And it says, then the devil left him, and angels came to take care of him. In the Garden of Eden, when Jesus was sweating uh, drops of blood, thinking about his impending crucifixion in the Garden of Gethsemane, then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. The Creator had to be helped by his creatures, the angels. Jesus made himself lower than the angels. He became one of us. Why? Because every day God comes to us and he says, I got this. You're looking at the border? I got this. You're looking at Iran? I got this. And I got you. But us, instead of venerating the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, so many times we end up worshiping the unholy three. Worry and doubt and dissatisfaction. Worry, not confidence in God. Doubt, not trust in God. Dissatisfaction, not contentment in God. What's worrying you right now? We've got some worries in our family. i got a nephew who's out on a ship somewhere in the Mediterranean, maybe the Suez Canal. Who knows what's going to happen there? Just before uh, we left from our vacation, two of our grandkids got sick. Fortunately, it was after graduation. One got mono and the other one got strep. And one had to go to the ER. And we were worried. What's worrying you right now? You see, that's why Jesus was made lower than the angels. Why he hung on a cross for you and for me. Because God the Father dumped all of our sins of worry and doubt and dissatisfaction, loaded it on Jesus, and when he died, all of those sins died along with him. So that God could declare you not guilty. Of all of those sins that you know you will continue to commit over and over and over again. So many times in our lives, we don't keep the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit number one in our lives. But He died on the cross so that He could still love you and call you His own dear child, just waiting to see you one day face to face I got this and I got you as I mentioned at the beginning of the sermon the message today is a day where we thank God just for being God let's do that right now would you open your hymnals to to page 187 We want to thank God just for being God hymn number uh, page number 187 Are you there? Glory be to God on high The Holy Trinity, Trinity, our awesome God, awesome in eternity, awesome in creation, awesome in His salvation, to Him be glory and honor forever and ever, amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. and sits at the right hand of the father and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead whose kingdom will have no end and i believe in the holy spirit the lord and giver of life who proceeds from the father and the son who with the father and the son together is worshipped and glorified who spoke by the prophets And I believe in one holy, Christian, and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.